Hello, Ash. Hello, Taryn. Um, I have a fun fact for you. Of course you do. <laughs> Did you know bananas can't reproduce? Yes. You didn't know that? Yeah, I read it on a Snapple thing, I'm pretty sure. <gasps> Snapple. Snapple. Snapple facts. Yes, if you didn't know, bananas are, in fact, a hybrid of two other plant species, and it has no seeds and has only been able to reproduce with the aid of farmers who transplant part of the plant stem in order to create a new one. Mm -hmm. That's fascinating. Yeah, I wonder what the other two, is it like a plantain? Oh, I don't know. Hmm. Hybrid of two other plant species. Like you would think plantain. Yeah, I was trying to find. I don't know what else it would be. <laughs> um, I would def. This is a very large article, so Even I'm just gonna plant- save that. The word for- plantain makes me want plantain chips. That sounds so Plantains good. Plantains are so good. yum. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Is anyone else's friendship largely based, based on their food? love of food? Because yeah. it's mine and Ashley's. Mm-hmm. But um, hello, everyone. Welcome hello to the everyone. pod. Everyone, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Unsolicited Advice. Yes. That's Taryn. I'm Ashley. And uh, we're a week away from October series. Oh, 
my heavens. From the October series. The October very, series. Very, very, very excited about it. Um, so much to discuss and talk about. But before we even get into that, um, I just wanted to take a moment to tell you guys that we are in need of your scary stories. We wouldn't mm-hmm. have the October series without you guys sending in your creepy, terrifying stories that you have lived <laughs> and yeah. have decided to share with us. <laughs> Basically, we want you all to relive your trauma. Exactly. For our uh, entertainment. But like, yeah, in the, in the best way. Um, so if you could just like sit down, type it out, remember as many details as possible, like all the specifics really make a good, scary story. So include all of that. And then, of course, when you send it in at the top of the time, Title, put in all caps October series so we know to separate it from the rest of our emails mm-hmm. um, we are just so very excited we're so excited it's so funny because like it always sneaks up on us mm-hmm. and even like me and Ash had like all these plans we're like oh we're gonna be so ahead this year but already I'm like dude it's like coming yeah it's yeah coming I can't wait it's I can't scary wait. how fast it's coming um, and we told them that we decided on an extra episode, right? Yes, a we will be episode. doing an extra episode. Uh, TBD when? We'll let you know. Of course, yeah. you guys will be the first to that we'll tell. Um, yeah. But yeah, once we figure out when that comes out, we will let you guys know. So we will be doing a total of six episodes. No. So one, two, three, four. There's five Mondays this October. Wow. And I, I thought I said that last week. Oh, I don't but know. we agreed to another one, so that'll be a total uh, of six. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm not mad at it. I didn't know. Well, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. T. All right. Um, how are you doing, Ash? What's I'm new? I'm doing good. I'm doing real good. I am so very excited. I think I mentioned this in the last episode, but I am moving. Yes, you are. In two weeks. And uh, very excited about the move. So I've just been doing a lot of like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. It's kind of perfect because I got, I found out about it a few weeks ago. So I've had like a good like six, I have a total of like six weeks to like prepare and order things. Well, that's and, a good time. Yeah, good yeah. Amount of time. And it's close. So yeah, I could take my time moving in, no rush. And I'm just really excited about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of been the like primary focus. But um, I got my nails done today. Yeah, you did. Let me see. I feel like a pretty princess. Nice. And I got a matching pedicure, which means I feel like a queen now. Yeah. <laughs> One is princess, two is queen. Um, and yeah, living my uh, my best life, especially, oh, it rained this weekend and it made my, I know it sounds so silly for those of you that live in places where there's real weather, but out here in California, we don't no, get real weather. It's always very much the same, but as of lately, it's been so freaking hot, like an oven. Yeah, so the rain was such a lovely and welcomed experience. I like blasted the AC, pretended it was actually freezing, baked cookies. Mm-hmm. It was nice. Yeah. It was real nice. Yeah. I feel like it finally made me feel like it was fall. Yeah. So Even I'm like super like excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> While it was raining. <laughs> yeah, but when you're inside with yeah. the air on, it but feels like air cold blasting. and there's oh, rain had, on your I window. I had sweatpants on, I had fuzzy socks, I was doing the whole damn thing. And then I went to take the girls out and was like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> No, for sure. Uh, um, I am so excited for Halloween. Like, I already have my Halloween nails pick up, picked out. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm going to, like, already start. Like, because yeah. I have yeah. so many different designs I want to do. Might as well. Um, but, yeah, it's funny because me and Ash bonded right away about how 
like we started going to get our nails done together like pretty early in our friendship mm-hmm. because we were like, oh, you're obsessive about always having your nails done. So am I. Yeah. And we like bonded. But we could not have more opposite styles right. of our nails. Like Ash there is was like an overlap when we first met, I think, because I hadn't really started growing my nails out yet. And there was a like dark, dark purple that I used to wear all the time yeah. that you did too. Yeah. And that was that was just a brief that was a brief thing. Yeah. I've always like even when I was younger, I used to get in arguments with my parents because I always loved the dark colors. Like I loved black nails, but I wasn't like goth or I wasn't trying to make a statement. But my yeah. dad was always like, no, I don't like yeah. this. I remember but, I had. Did you ever do like dark blue? Yeah. I had dark blue, a dark, dark blue green. phase. Mm-hmm. I think it was like all of fourth, fifth and part of sixth grade. Yeah. Um, and I would paint them myself. And I it was like this like kind of mood ringy dark blue yeah. that like I thought was the coolest thing and I remember I think it was a couple years ago it kind of came back for a second I forget what nail polish company sent it to me and I started seeing girls having them because it was during COVID and everyone had short nails and was painting yeah. their nails and I saw girls painting with that color and I was like whoa Retro. that makes me feel yeah. <laughs> some type of way I know. I love I love long nails and I can grow my nails long easy, but I have just been thriving with them being short and not having oh. to worry about typing them breaking. with short typing nails is also I have like unreal. a baby niece now and so yeah. like it's just a you lot easier stabber. to not have to worry about that. My brother probably wouldn't appreciate that. Yeah. But other than that, um oh, I had a video go kind of viral. <laughs> nice yeah so i had someone like ask me oh i posted a video reacting to watching elvis because everyone's just talking about austin butler and elvis so i like posted a video like it was just like funny video of me being like oh crap like i get it you know yeah but in the video you can see my lego shelves in the background (laughs) yeah so someone commented and was like oh my gosh can you show your lego shelves so i did a video where i was like I would love to show you. My, like, I my life basically consists of me just waiting for people to talk, ask me about Lego, so yeah. I can talk about it. So I did just like a really brief like, here's my Lego shelf, and like I went through the sets I have up there, uh-huh. and then didn't even think about it. And I I posted it yesterday, like afternoon, mm-hmm. and I looked at it today, and it's almost at 400k. <laughs> That's amazing. I know. I was well, like, wait. Well, the Lego community is a strong community. I was like, wait, don't start gassing me. Like, I've been trying to break into the Lego community for how long now? And then now, yes. all of a sudden, everyone's interested? Yes. But, but you, this is the first time I feel like you've actually shown a collection versus like a one I piece. I always show my stuff. On your but shelves? I will say, too, like, the comment section is nuts. So it's fun because I feel like I'm going to be able to keep making videos just like answering all the questions yeah, yeah. and stuff. You're set yeah, for a I few was months. Like, wow, I'm sort of famous i love that for you yeah it's been time thank you the real ones know they know they know have known um well do you have a tearing it up for Uh, us of course i have a tearing it up of course you do this one um was also an option to read during our live show and i ended up a whole like plethora oh man i i probably spent three days like not you know a total of 48, 72 hours. Um, but like over time, looking through tearing it up stories, funny stories, serious stories, relationship stories, trying to pinpoint mm-hmm. like exactly what I wanted to read there for the live such show. A, there was such a pressure on what we picked out because yeah. like you wanted it to be obviously like 
a little bit of drama factor to like tie in the audience, but mm-hmm. you also wanted it to be something like I think we both are kind of strategic in stories we pick because we mm-hmm. usually are like we want it to be something we can like talk about. Yeah. And then you also have to think about like a live audience. Like how like you will people get respond to this? Like is it deep. short enough? Is it entertaining enough? You don't so want it to be too heavy. Yeah, it was it was a little You don't want to have to pass around hard. tissues. Yeah. You know, but Or do we? <laughs> um so I ended up not going with this one also. Um just ended up doing something different, but this is a really funny, weird, interesting, dramatic story. Wherever you think it's going to go, you're wrong. Like, it, there's a different ending. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited to finally share it with you guys because it's been in my folder for a while. Uh, this one is tiled, titled, The World's Best Pizza Delivery Boy. A Taryn It Up. Taryn and Ashley, hello. I hope you guys are doing amazing. I love this podcast and both of your YouTube channels. You guys are making a bigger impact than you'll ever know. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. So this turn it up is pretty unbelievable. And even though I'm not personally in the story, I can assure you that I saw the proof and it really did happen. Back in the summer of 2020, when COVID was in full swing, my parents were preparing for a small get together at their house to celebrate my dad's birthday. And my mom decided to order pizza for everyone for dinner. About 30 to 40 minutes go by and there's a knock on the door. My dad answered the door to see the delivery boy from his favorite local pizza shop holding several large pizzas. The boy hands my dad the pizzas and then says, would you like to pay with cash or card? The total was just over $50. My dad whips out his debit card and the boy swiped it using one of those square card readers that you plug into your phone, which we use during our live show. Um, Then just like that, he left. My mom was in the bathroom getting ready, so my dad calls out to her that the pizza's here. My mom comes into the kitchen where my dad had set the pizzas down and with a very confused look, points at the pizza boxes and asks, what are these? The pizzas, my dad replies, confused by the question. But I ordered from Domino's. These aren't our pizzas. My dad rushes out the door, hoping the delivery boy wasn't too far gone. Luckily, the boy had realized his mistake and was coming back up the driveway already. Those pizzas were meant for your neighbor, he exclaimed when he saw my dad. The boy apologized and assured my dad that a full refund would be posted back on his debit card. Not thinking much of it, my parents went on with their night and enjoyed their Domino's pizza and birthday celebration. Later that evening, my mom decided to check their bank account and, you know, just to make sure that the refund actually posted. Um, Like the delivery boy had assured them that it would. It's so, that's like a level of responsible responsibility that like I don't possess yes I don't ever uh, like check back to make sure like a refund came or like I feel like a there's a certain level through. of money where I'm like I'll, I'll make myself check yeah but my mom is the type of person who it doesn't matter what it is it could be a three dollar difference yeah. she will check because it's a matter of what's mine and what's yes right and wrong but also that's a talent oh, like it's, oh it's a gift it's like a that's gift. a very like yeah, wow. I got I'm ripped impressed. off from Valvoline the other day. <laughs> I think I talked about it on the podcast. Uh, and I still haven't complained. I haven't done anything about it. And I should because it's a good yeah. amount of money. But like, it's yeah. stupid. It's so stupid. This is like a different type of lazy that I have. And it's so no, weird. No, I feel you. I'm it's there so too. Weird. I'm there too. So she checks her bank account to see if it actually posted. But what she found was actually so much more interesting. She saw a charge from the pizza place for the original $50, but directly after it was a pending deposit from the pizza place for $50. 
thousand dollars. Oh, sick! Deposit, <laughs> sick. Not charge. <laughs> Deposit. That's amazing. The delivery boy, the poor, poor delivery boy, had accidentally put too many zeros when trying to issue their refund. How does that even go through? I Ooh. guess if you have a big business, but I mean, like sometimes I try to make a payment of like seven hundred dollars, had... and my bank will call me, being like, "Is this you?" Yeah, yeah, I don't know how he had that type of power. I mean, I know Domino's is a big company, but like Max, no, it wasn't Domino's though. It was like remember oh, it the... Was the other place. You're right. You're right. But I mean, so who knows? A company. Knows? Yeah, interesting. Wow. The next morning, my dad called the pizza place and explained the whole situation. They gave my dad the direct cell phone number for the owner and told him to call the owner directly. After several attempts, my dad finally got a hold of the owner and told him what happened. The owner replied with, don't worry about it. The 50000 will just be pending in your account for a few days. Then it'll disappear. Tragically, a few days later, a very tragic situation happened at the pizza place. And it made my parents extremely uncomfortable. There's no way that these things are correlated, right? We aren't in any danger, right? My parents continued to check their account multiple times a day, hoping the transaction would simply disappear and they could stop stressing over it until a few days later, she writes in all caps, the $50,000 was officially deposited into their bank account and they both start freaking out. What do we do now? Is this some kind of joke? Could we somehow have gotten in trouble for this? We didn't mean to take this guy's money. And how do we give it back? My dad started calling and texting the owner with no reply. A week goes by and still no response. What do we do with this money if we can't get a hold of the rightful owner? Finally, in the middle of the afternoon, one day my mom was home all alone when there was a loud banging on the front door. Because of the aggressively loud nature in which they knocked, my mom decided to peek out the bedroom window before answering the door, as she should. What she saw were several huge men standing there with frustrated looks on their faces. But then she saw the poor delivery boy standing not too far away with a look of despair. After a moment of contemplating, my mom decided to open the door. One of the big men speaks up and says, did you know $50,000 got deposited into your bank account from our restaurant? His voice, according to my mother, was deep and rough. (laughs) God. She replies, yes, my husband's been calling and texting you nonstop about it. The man's face and whole demeanor changed in that moment from angry to sad. He said with a traumatic event that happened at the restaurant, he didn't pay attention to his phone for weeks. In the end, my parents were able to give back the money to the poor owner. The delivery boy did not lose his job. And now we as a family have one of the craziest stories to ever tell at parties. I hope you guys enjoyed this story and that it was easy enough to follow. Oh, (laughs) this is funny. She said, this would make a very great tearing it up for your live show if you choose to read it, which I'm so sorry I did not. But isn't that wild? Dude, that's a... That's a straight up movie. That is a straight up movie. I have so many questions. I have have so many questions. And was it correlated? Like what happened? That for sure is a mafia run family. Oh, the pizza restaurant. And the reason the guy didn't get fired because anyone else would have gotten fired for that is because he's like Cousin Vinny. (laughs) You know, like, (laughs) but also like, I don't understand how he had the power. Like there's, there should have been some kind of authorization that had to happen first before that goes through. Like, I get how it was pending, mm-hmm. but how did it go through? I don't know. I've never been a baller. <laughs> so I've never been like transferring that amount of money. There has to be some kind of, you know, that's a huge amount of money to transfer over a Square app. So I'm like, 
there had to have been some kind of like alert that went through to the owners. Unless it was like, you know, a conspiracy and like they were trying to get rid of the money so that like people couldn't see it. <gasps> Do you think they were and watching then, it? Then they were like freaking out because they were like, well, we can't get it back now. Mm-hmm. They were uh, in the money washing business yes. like Ozark. Drama. That's interesting. I kind of live for it, though. That's very interesting and terrifying. Yeah. The, the poor kid. It wasn't his fault. I could have accidentally. No, he probably put in got his, zeros. his bell rung a I'm couple sure. times. I'm sure. Just a couple times. Just a couple times. <laughs> wow. um, and since, you know, we're on the subject, if you guys have any funny, embarrassing stories, please send it in. Especially, they could be October series related yeah. um, for this next coming month and <laughs> six episodes. Um, so if you are sitting on a funny, embarrassing story, please submit it because I live for these. They're my favorite. Yeah. Oh, yeah. October series style tearing it up so would be great oh my god so funny because like we, we had one we used to so get them. there an example was there was like one like someone got i don't remember the exact details because it's been a minute but someone got like scared and it actually ended up being like a super innocent situation so it's like stuff like that like something like you thought you were gonna die but then you realize it was like yeah nothing yeah yeah or even like costume Embarrassing costumes. Costume malfunctions. Like when I was in sixth grade and I wanted to be a referee and the number on it was 69. (laughs) I um, I had no idea. (laughs) Not even that long ago. This was probably like three, two years ago, three years ago. um, Me and my friend who also loves Halloween did one of those. It was a trend at the time. It was like the ghost sheet on TikTok trend. Mm -hmm. You know. I, f- I can't sing the song right now because I can't think of it, but um, it was like waking up October 1st and we like, Taryn was there. She filmed the whole thing and we like fall into the pool and we have these sheets on and I literally waterboarded myself. No, I, I was like two <laughs> seconds away from jumping in because I, I yeah. panicked. I had, and I was like, I had thought about it because I was, and, and because I have issues with <laughs> swimming, um, I was plugging my nose underneath the sheet in like preparation of like, oh, it might take me a minute to get the sheet off. You know, I wanted to like, be prepared and not panic but then I didn't even think about the waterboarding and only having one free arm to like yeah (laughs) it was terrifying and it's like it's one of those things it was pretty fast because because if it was I like I said I was like seconds in from jumping in (laughs) yeah but also like it was fast enough to where I was like oh okay but for you it probably felt felt like an eternity and I'm not good at holding my breath underwater and I have I get I don't know what it is but I have some kind of fear with like breathe like releasing air underwater like what's blowing bubbles through your nose Really? How are you supposed to do it? Yeah, yeah. I've never been able to. That's why I have so a hard time swimming without plugging my nose. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, it was really, it was really embarrassing. But yeah. the You're video great. turned out great. The video is great. That's if y'all want to see it? I'll post it for our, just because. Just for funsies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. 
it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hello, everyone. It's Taryn and Ashley from Unsolicited Advice. And if you want to listen to our show without ads, you can now. Just go to unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com. Okay, let's get into the stories. I will go first. Perfect. Um, Mine is titled, My Best Friend Chose to Stand by My Ex. <gasps> Trash. You know what? Trash. <laughs> <laughs> That's my unsolicited advice. That, there's nothing, I definitely have had friendships that got damaged because of um, the way that they were with my ex after we broke up. Mm-hmm. There's something about when you are like in that raw of a state and I think for friends like you just assume like they're always going to be there mm-hmm. and when they're not like it ruins you yeah like it ruins you Oof. okay hi Ashley and Taryn I just wanted to first off say I have been loving your podcast and yes I am the type of person who listens to podcasts while at the gym. Anyways, here's my situation and would love to hear what you guys have to say. I'll never relate to you. I will not either, but <laughs> that's great. Um, I have known my childhood best friends since we were in kindergarten. We met playing basketball and all I can remember is us being inseparable both on and off the court. Cute. We didn't live, I know, so cute. We didn't live close to each other, so we would only see each other on the weekends because that, because of basketball. Fast forward to college, we didn't really see each other that often because the basketball phase of our lives ended, but we still kept in touch here and there. Then came our senior year of college. We reconnected and started to hang out with each other more. I introduced her to my boyfriend at the time and our friend group. She mingled with everyone so well, and I was happy to see where things were going. My boyfriend then dumps me a couple of months later. Some backstory, we got together senior year of high school and went through almost all four years of college doing long distance. He dumped me when it was towards the end of our senior year in college because he got a job offer out of state and said he wanted to be single and not do the whole long distance relationship anymore. I would be livid. Like if I went four years of doing long distance and basically missing out on my college experience Mm -hmm. for a guy. And then he decides 
to go somewhere else and then is like, eh, I'm over this. I'd be like, I didn't get the reward at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, yeah. Like the reward is yeah. you come back yeah. and we have a relationship. And we have a real, like you never even got to experience a real relationship because no. long distance was. Yes. Long distance is hard too. Oh, I could never. All four years of college, oof. No, I could never do it. I have so much respect for people who can. I know myself and I couldn't, mm-hmm. unless it was Harry Styles and then... <laughs> Obviously. Okay. (laughs) From what I can remember during that awful time, he said he felt like continuing our long distance relationship would feel like a chore when he's at his new job. Hmm. Anyways, the story isn't about that (laughs) D-bag. Ashley loves how, because I won't like, I won't like cuss on anything as I'm sure anyone listening has noticed, but like I'll say like replacement words and she's always just like, Taryn. (laughs) But what's hilarious? I'll is be like shiz. <laughs> Taryn does cuss, so it's a ma- it's watching her like just remember <laughs> to not and then replace it. It's that in between. Yeah, I mean, I try, I try not to because I feel like I don't even remember the age where it started happening. I think it's like you're around like the cool people and they cuss. So you like try to. Do you remember that that time in your life where you like middle school? <laughs> really? Yeah. No, I feel like it was like closer to like senior year of college, like when I really? started. But it's funny because, yeah, dude, I have always been so like innocent. With certain I things. accidentally said the F word. I didn't even know what it was. I think in like third grade, I got in huge, second grade, I got in huge trouble and I became obsessed with it. <laughs> I would like whisper it with my friends like whenever I could. You love the reaction to it. Well, I just remember like, for me, it felt so foreign and forced. So, like, I used to, like, practice how I would say certain phrases <laughs> yeah. because I'd be like, oh, I'm going to mess up and not sound cool. College. That blows but my mind. But then, like, it gets, like, habitual. And then I hate, like, sometimes I'm like, I should be able to think of more words than that. Like, that shouldn't be, like, the only way I can express frustration or anger or whatever. So then I always tell Ashley, I'm like, I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'm going to try. But it's hard. It's like once, like. Since the day I met her, she has said, starting now, I'm not going to cuss. I'm not going to. <laughs> well, and this, I'm not, like, a sailor, but, like, I just, it's, like, it comes out. So, yeah, I always am, like, trying to. Sound more intelligent and more like classy, you know? Anyways. Um, I'm intelligent and classy. I didn't say you weren't. Mm-hmm. Don't take that on you <laughs> while I'm talking about myself. Okay. A couple months later, I'm on Instagram and I see he posted a picture of him and a girl. It's mm-hmm. worse. Trash. Basically saying that he had a new girl. My heart sank when I saw that picture. Until this day, I can't get that feeling out of my head. I clicked on her profile and it turns out my childhood best friend was following her this entire time. I felt so betrayed and hurt when I saw them following each other on my screen. We then had an argument through text and I basically told her I was hurt to see she didn't have my back throughout this breakup. She apologized and said she understood and cared about our friendship more than anything. Fast forward to a year later and my childhood best friend is closer to my ex and our old friend friend group than ever before and surprise surprise her and I don't talk anymore I've I've been seeing them post all over social media about going to Vegas parties and clubs and I'm just wondering am I a bad person for feeling this way I brought up how I felt in the past already and it hurts me to see she clearly doesn't care about what I said or how I felt about where she stands between my ex and I 
This whole thing sucks because not only did I lose my boyfriend at the time, but I also lost a best friend. I would like to remain anonymous if this ever goes up on the pod. Please let me know what you guys think about this entire messy situation and give your girl some advice. Love you both. <sighs> well, well, this is rough. I just unfortunately, I feel like it's very common. Oh, it's so common. Because, and here's why: one, I think it's it's common. Period. Two, I think you're at a stage in your life where people are also still trying to figure out like who they are, what their vibe is, what their group is, like you know who their friends are, what they believe in, even career. Like it's such a transitional period. So like, you losing a friend like is normal around that time. Mm-hmm. It's the way. Yeah. It's the way it went down. Yeah. You know? It's stupid. I have a theory and I've talked about it before. I think that I think that the downfall of most relationships is people get so focused on what they think about their actions and what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And they don't really look past it to to be able to separate like, okay. Even though what I feel like I'm doing is fine, mm-hmm. like I don't feel like I'm doing anything wrong, I see that what I am doing is really affecting you. Yes. And if I care about you as a person and as a friend, I'm willing to change my actions because mm-hmm. I don't want to do something that hurts you. Yeah. But what ends up happening is people are like, okay, just because you guys dated doesn't mean I can't still be his friends. It's not like I'm dating him. Like, right. It's not her fault that he started dating her. She's a cool girl and we're friends. And you just you get stuck in that loop of just justifying, like, well, what do you want me to do about it? It's not my fault. Like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Instead of just being like, okay, well, I'm obviously hurting you a ton. Yeah. And instead of me sitting here and, like, defending myself, let me first acknowledge I'm so sorry that I made you feel that way and I'm Mm -hmm. so sorry that you're hurting. Yeah. And making that person feel supported and that you care about them. And just seen. And then trying to have a conversation of like, okay, realistically, like, what do you want me to do? Like, I don't have any friends and like, I do feel like I belong in this group and whatever, whatever it is, you know, obviously we don't know her side of it, but it shouldn't even matter. And, and so many of like, relationships that have deteriorated for me it boiled down to that just like a a power play of like okay well I don't agree with you yeah and it's like okay but I'm still sitting here telling you like I'm hurt you know Mm -hmm. what I mean so I just really it's it's something that I don't think our society feeds into that they feed into you do what you want and you do what feels right for you and like who cares about anyone else and while that's powerful I think it has lessened our ability to be empathetic you know no, for sure because in the end you do got to take care of yourself you are the one who lives your life and you got to do what's best for you like you can't live your life based on what other people need but at the same time that doesn't mean you can't like stop and at least s- see them yeah and where they're at and what's going on with them you yeah. know and then see once you do that like even just asking what's one thing you could do to make it better yeah you know not completely altering your life for this person but like being like hey like I hear you I see what you're doing I see what you're experiencing what's something I can do to make it a little bit better that doesn't completely you know change your life trajectory but like is doable yeah right for sure and I think too like I 
I feel like your best friend is someone who you've trusted with like every aspect of you, right? Like you're like for you, like, you should be able to. I, you, don't know I mean, you if that's should. What's yeah, happened? But. You should be able to. But like for you, I feel like I could say like, "Ew, why did you call her your best friend? Like I'm your best friend." Or I could like show those sides of me that you try to be super like cool about in normal life yeah you know what i mean like i would never at work be like why did you say she did a good job like and not me you know what i mean whereas like with you i could say that and like joke with you and like you're gonna be like shut up taryn and like it's funny yeah so and then you also like you know like i'm talking to ash specifically like you know (laughs) my insecurities you know like where i struggle in life you know um how deep my crushes are, even though on the outside, like I act like I'm super cool. Mm -hmm. So if a betrayal comes in those areas of something that I've like let you into, Mm -hmm. it's going to feel so freaking deep because I'm like, you know how I feel like you were with me. Like I'm, I'm thinking for her, she's like, you, you saw how traumatic that breakup was for me. Like you see how much like I'm still hurt over it. So Mm -hmm. So how are you choosing to, like, just move on and be, like, the third wheel to him and his new girl when, like, you saw, like, how much this broke me? You know what I mean? It's, yeah. like, when you let people into, like, the mushy part of your circle, like, in your heart, it's really hard when they do something to, like, betray that trust. It's right. hard to recover from, you know? Right. Which would lead me to ask if you, th- Anonymous, think that um, she really thinks of you guys as best friends. Yeah. That's what that would be like the the next like logical question to pop up in my head would would be for I, if this was me and I was in your shoes I'd sit down and be like okay am I the one who is setting the bar really high? Yeah. Do I think we're best friends and she doesn't or am I more into this than she is? Yeah. Um and unfortunately that happens all the time yeah and it's a total natural normal thing and if that is possibly the case which is what i'm gonna go ahead and guess is what's happening um then i would just i would sit yourself down i would dust your shoulders off i'd pick yourself back up and i would remind yourself that you are an amazing human being who is capable of beautiful friendships and i would go and start living life in uh, a more focused way of finding friends. Yeah. And then if she comes back along the way and, you know, becomes a little more, um, honestly, I don't want to say, say loyal, but no, like mature. Yeah. 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 If she can come around and have a, a mature conversation, mm-hmm. like Taryn is saying, then awesome. But if not, then goodbye. Yeah. It, it doesn't mean that you need to mourn your guys' really beautiful, like, childhood. Cause that, yeah. honestly, I love that for you, and that's a beautiful uh, memory that I would never want to erase. Um, but you know, friends, we've talked, we've said this so many times on the podcast. Friends are like seasons; they come and go, and mm-hmm. you say goodbye for a little bit. Let her do her thing. You can go do your thing. If she comes back around, awesome. And then if not, you know, don't live your life waiting for her to yeah. come back and and fix everything. Because unfortunately. <laughs> Humans suck <laughs> no, literally. in that area of life. So I wouldn't bet on it. I think, too, like, um, I think it just shows that you clearly are not healed from the breakup yet. Yes. Um, because 
I well, remember that's a long time. Dude, yeah. I mean, that was me and my ex. And I remember like anybody I saw that was hanging out with him, I'd be like, you traitor. Like in my right, head, I wouldn't right. really like say it out loud. Yeah. But now like I see pe- if people are like, oh, I saw like so-and-so the other day. I'm like, oh, cool. How is he? Because yeah. I like Cause you're genuinely over am over it and fine. And like, I hope he's doing great, you know? So it's just, I think it just shows you know, we talk about this all the time. Like when you have those negative feelings, like try to pinpoint and be like, what really is going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously like you need space. And if she has chosen to attach herself to that thing that's causing you pain, then I think it just shows that in this journey or in this chapter of your life, she can't give you the things that you need. So you mm-hmm. need to seek other people to fill that gap. Yeah. And then if, if down the line stuff happens and like Ash said, like she's able to come and be like, hey, like, I'm sorry I hurt you. Like, you know, yeah. those crazy times. And and you're able to be like, ah, it's okay. Like, I didn't, I guess, like, I shouldn't have asked that of you. I mean, I don't, again, not saying that, <laughs> but like, if that's how you felt, like, then, you know what I mean? You reconcile and you find a new rhythm to a friendship. Exactly. So. And I, I know I've said this on the podcast multiple times, and I'll say it again. Um, I, I, I fully believe that one person cannot make you 100% happy. Mm-hmm. And if you have a friend who you've poured everything into and you're wanting that back, it's okay to have five friends mm-hmm. and one that you go to when you're sad and mm-hmm. one that you go to to go out and like throw your heels on and put on like eyeliner and lipstick and go like out and have a girl's night and have a good time. It's okay to have a friend that's a bookworm and yeah. you, all you do is read together. I have friends that I strictly hike with. Like, and it's just a thing. And I know, and it's okay because every friend like is feeding a part of you that you need fed. Mm-hmm. And so maybe this in a weird way, even though it sucks, is kind of a blessing in disguise because now you can go out and be like, okay, like what am I looking for? Yeah. What does my soul need uh, filled in like right now? And I think if you go out intentionally looking for those things, I think you'll be surprised how quickly they'll pop up because yeah. you're actually looking now. Mm-hmm. Instead of trying to find one person to fill all those no, spaces. For sure. for sure. Which means I'm actually really excited for you because I think you're gonna walk come out of this with like not only more friends, but you'll be happier with each one because they're filling up that one area that they're good at filling up, you know? Yeah. And like it's so funny because everyone's always like, we'll have people write in about friendships and they're like, I'm just trying to find my Ashley or I'm trying to find my Taryn. Yeah. And I'm always like, you guys remember which we though, joke about like we were not friends growing up uh-uh. like as uh, far as like uh, compared to this girl <laughs> no i'm sa- but i'm saying like even like coming out of college like that's right around the time that we met each other like mm-hmm. in our like mid 20s like yeah. early mid 20s so so sometimes like the space that you create from people you know i just had my best friend move to another state like i was Mm -hmm. trying to find myself i had gone through a breakup so i was like totally separate from like the life that i had like been investing in for years yeah so and then ash like had just moved and was trying to find friends and and we both had these areas we were lagging and then we like found each other and have like a beautiful friendship happen and now so much of our lives are like entangled yeah but that that came from us both like going through stuff and full circle i literally when i moved when i made that move i literally my number one you can ask my mom you can ask alicia my number one thing that i was looking for was like new intentional friendships Mm -hmm. and that's what i got yeah 
That's literally what yeah. I, I my boyfriend or my friend had a birthday party this weekend that Taryn was at. I brought my boyfriend and we're still like still meeting a lot of each other's friends that we haven't I haven't met a lot of his yet. He still hasn't met a lot of mine. And so he was like, so tell me about this group. And I was like, these are like literally some of my oldest friends. And it's weird because they're not my oldest friends, but yeah. it feels like they're my oldest friends. And there's a couple there um, that was kind of like the last two in the group that he hadn't met yet. And I was like, I remember when I moved, like I got I was so excited to become friends with her specifically because mm-hmm. she was one of the first people that I met. Yeah. You know, and I like that whole meeting her was such an intentional thing. I remember being like, I will be friends with them. <laughs> <laughs> and like, honestly, because I stuck around and hung out with her, that's how I met, I met you. Yeah. Because she was the one who told me who introduced us. No, literally, I called her saying I need a drummer yeah. and she gave me your number. So yeah. it's like crazy. So I was like, yeah, these are like I would I like to call them like my oldest friends. I call I say it's from home all the time, but like. So it was it was fun, like re- reminiscing on how intentional I was about like even meeting like Thomas and Ash. And I was just like, I will be friends with you because yeah. I needed friends at the time. Mm-hmm. And I took it so seriously. Yeah. I went to every hang, every barbecue. I showed up at every event because I was like, I need friends. Yeah. And I'm so grateful I did that. Um, and I think anonymous, it sounds like you're in the exact same spot. Yep. I'm so excited because you're going to find them because they're there. Other yeah. people need friends too. You're not alone. So I guarantee, I guarantee you they're looking for you also. Yeah. And it's just encouraging to know like, okay, when I feel like, oh my gosh, everything's been taken from me or you feel like, oh, I have all these gaps in my life. Instead of like focusing so much on that and like getting wrapped up and just being like, oh, this sucks. Like I'm lonely. I'm this, I'm that, which is all again, natural feelings mm-hmm. being like, Dang, I wonder what's coming. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's and then, exciting. And then keeping your eye out for it yeah. and just being like, oh, like, she was cool. Like, I'm going to ask her to go, like, hang out for coffee or yeah. or whatever it is. And then you'll be surprised how much it starts to snowball. But it's not going to snowball until you get some space, take some time to heal. Yeah. And then you start to, like, look forward. Yeah. And I think the last thing I'll say about this is I think... I think all you need to do is get into a position where you're open and ready so that when you do see mm-hmm. someone, it's kind of like dating. <laughs> no, it really so when you do, is. When, so, when really someone is. shows up and they're making you smile and they sound like they're a good time and you feel like you would vibe and you could be possibly best friends, you won't even hesitate without being like, you want to get coffee sometime? Like, yeah. You won't even pause and be like, is this my best friend? Like, There's not going to be that kind of pressure because you'll already be in an open and ready state for that. Yep. So you'll just start talking and chatting and immediately you're going to be like, are we friends? Should we go to this thing together? Yep. Like, I guarantee you. It was me and Ash with my family at Red Robin. <laughs> yeah. I was like, hey, want to be friends? She yeah. was like, yeah. But it's, 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 it's all a mindset. Yep. You won't even second guess it. You're just going to be like, bro, let's. Let's hang out. Let's do this. Yeah. And I'm so excited for that. You got this, this next anonymous. Stage of your life. Yes. So this is funny. I feel like they're they're not the same, but I do feel like they're similar and this kind of happened last week. Ugh, this always happens. But I kind of like when it happens cuz no, cool. whenever Again, you guys know we don't plan these things. Whenever it does happen, I'm like, oh, this must be like someone needed to hear yes. this. You know, that's that how too. I always take mm-hmm. it. So whoever you are. Yeah. This is this for, you. One's for you. All right. This one is titled when your stage of life no longer matches up with your friends. Woof. Anonymous. Okay. Here we go. 
Hey, ladies. First of all, I love your podcast and love starting off my week listening to the insightful advice that you have to offer. She puts in all bold uh, letters. Please keep me anonymous. Got you. Got <laughs> I, always, you. I always assume because most people have said it whenever they like make it bold and like underlined and whatever. I'm like, you must have other friends that listen to the <laughs> podcast also. <laughs> or like you genuinely have not told anyone you're else. Like, this like is you're a like, secret. this yeah. is a big secret. <laughs> Um, So moving on to her story, here is my dilemma. I've always been someone with a small group of friends. I've never really been the type to make a ton of friends in school and usually kept my circle to around two or three friends at a time. Those were the relationships I'd pour into and was used to having around from year to year, seeing the same faces every single day. Towards the end of my post-secondary school, I got married I quickly realized I was no longer able to relate to any of my friends or colleagues being the only one that was married. So, of course, after graduation, everyone got busy building their careers and making time to hang out became more of a task. We would talk infrequently and mostly just catch up on a few things every every few months whenever we would hang out. Or we would reply to a post on Instagram or a story reminding each other we still all care about each other every few weeks or so. A few years after that, I became a mom. And now I was not only the married friend, but the one that had other bigger responsibilities. I no longer saw friends from work either, as I didn't get to stick around long enough to make lifelong friendships before having to become a stay-at-home mom. I find myself always being the one to reach out, When I feel like it's been a few months of little to no communication, I always reach out and ask how they're doing while trying to come up with a date to meet up, although this tends to happen once a year. Although when we do meet up, everything's perfect. We have long conversations starting off where we left off, and we do care about each other a lot. It's hard not feeling like I really don't have any friends. You know, the friends you reach out to every single day to tell them all the crazy mom things that happen in your life or seek advice from. It's been very challenging for me to make friends in this realm of life, especially with being a new mom during COVID. (laughs) I truly feel alone and I always miss the days of having friends that I could share so much of my life with. I would love to not always be the one reaching out and forcing plans on them, which only makes me feel like a burden. I'd love to be able to have playdates. Or, you know, other moms there that I can reach out to. I'd love some advice on what you think I should do. I really want to make friends, but it seems like such a weird concept as an adult. Even when I take my little one to public places, i.e. the library, play centers, etc. Besides a few conversations with the moms, it really doesn't go beyond that. Nor do I see them ever again. I truly feel like my social life revolves solely around my baby, my husband, and my family. Any advice would be appreciated. Thanks, Anonymous. Yeah. That was the perfect title mm-hmm. for that story. Yeah. Like, that didn't give anything away, but also, like, it encompassed, like, all yeah. of her feelings. Uh, so, not like this matters, but, like, great title choice. Ash loves a good title, I so. love it, because I immediately was, like, intrigued. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that gave that gave me enough of a, of a story to, like, immediately yeah. want to click it. Um. I have had so many friends that were in similar situations. I have obviously never been the one with the kids or Mm. honestly in the relationship. I'm new to the relationship thing. Um, So I've always been like the single friend who was always like free and able to hang. 
Yeah. Like that's all that's been my whole life. So I cannot relate to this in any way, but I have had multiple friends who were the first in the group, um, who were the, the people in like my life that uh, had babies first, got married first. And it is such a task. Yeah. Like I think it's something that people don't really talk about, especially because I think as a society, we kind of are like, oh, well, you're women. You're a woman. This is like. This is what you do. You supposed, yeah. You're supposed to focus on your child. Yep. You're supposed to like quit your career, not hang out, not have a social life and focus on your kid. Well, and some people absolutely thrive at it. For sure. So when you're not a woman who like I already know I'm going to annoy everyone when I have a <laughs> child because I will be like literal Cinderella just like. <laughs> teaching my child everything they need to know and like their lunches are like Lego page will become a child's page no literally like I mean I feel like even your nephew is already on your Instagram a lot and And that's not even your kid but like that's the thing to understand is like not only have I always wanted to be a mom but that's my specialty like I that's what I do for a living like child development there are women that are gifted yes and but then what happens is you are another mom who like you love your kid, but you're like, I hate being a mom sometimes because I miss going out. I miss mm-hmm. doing all these things. And you feel super judged by everyone. You feel like you have to like promote this like, oh, I'm a mom. Look what my child did. And they're so well put together. And you start to like lose who you are because you're trying to just like fit into like what you think society wants. And so many women feel that way. And no one knows what society wants. Yeah. I, on the other side, I've talked about this with Taryn. I've talked about this with you guys. I'm so scared to have kids. I I love my (laughs) life and I love my independence and I love, I, I just love my lifestyle and I, I am, I cannot wait to be a mom one day. I'm going to learn how to be good at it (laughs) but like it's gonna be hard and I'm not embarrassed to say like I'm gonna have to ask a lot of people for help because I don't know what I'm doing and I'm worried that I'll hate it (laughs) so yeah but like I I think it's good that we talk about it and like it's understood that no mom is lesser than the other no No mom loves their kid less no mom is worse than the other um everyone's trying their best yes yes but But I think that pressure is like an unspoken thing so even though no one would straight up tell you to your face like you don't want to be a mom like uh, you think everyone's thinking yes because I'm projecting a fear that I have within myself onto other people and I think it's fascinating that you say that because I think that's what you're doing with your friends. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you. Let's pre- let's let's just like paint a picture. Let's pretend Taryn gives birth to a baby tomorrow and oh, is like <laughs> is like feeling like she needs girl time. If she straight up told me, "Hey, I'm I'm about to throw this kid out the window. Like I need a break. Like can we please have a wine night? Can we please at least like go get coffee or do something? I would be like absolutely, especially because I'm free and available. Yeah. So I think you thinking that you know they're busy and, and leaving you out. Yeah, they have jobs and a career, but like you're the bit you're the busy one. So like I I think you're putting all of these ideas in your head. Yeah. And then projecting them again. This is just me assuming projecting them onto your friends. And all of that mess is holding you back from simply being like, can I please have a girl's night? Because that's one of the most relatable comments I've ever heard. <laughs> well, and what she said is like when she does say that they do and it's great. Yeah. So so I wouldn't be surprised. I think that like, especially if you're the first one that's a mom and got married, probably like sometimes, and I know I'm guilty of this with my friends that like got married young and had kids, like 
I did. I didn't stop reaching out because I stopped caring, but I just assumed that they were like busy. Yeah. And they had kids and they couldn't like if I was like, oh, I want to like go out to like a club tonight. Uh-huh. I'd be like, oh, they probably can't go. It was stuff like that. And you it's know? not intentional leaving out. It's just the assuming factor, which is funny because I had something similar happen. A friend of mine just celebrated her second anniversary with her husband. And I talked to her probably like six months after she had gotten married and she was telling me how lonely she was. Yep. She hadn't felt like she'd had, she felt like she lost all her girlfriends. And I was like, well, they're probably just giving you space. You're newlyweds, yeah. you know, like setting up your house and stuff. She was like, yeah, space for like two months would have been, or two weeks would have been great, not six months. Yeah. And I was like, then you need to politely remind them. <laughs> yeah, like I think a conversation needs to be had of yeah. saying, hey, I'm just gonna be super real. Yeah, I get we are in different lives. Yeah. And there's, but, you have to recognize yeah. that. It's important to recognize and that. And there, will there be times where you're like, hey, like we're all going to like this bar, you should come. And I have to say, I can't tonight. Yeah. Yes. But however, like don't just assume that. Like yeah. my, my sister-in-law is, she's such a good mom, but she also is very much still like, she doesn't stop her life either. Like mm-hmm. she's always like, oh my God, let's go get coffee. Let's go do this. And and she's been a good example for me too because I have seen other friends that are much more like their life stops when they have kids. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of women, again, there's no judgment on either way of doing it, but I definitely feel like I relate more to how my sister-in-law is because yeah, I feel I like a husband and kids are like a beautiful addition but I still want to have like a life and yeah. have friendships and have nights where like I go out and like pump and dump so I can have a girl's night with yeah, my friends, exactly. you know? So I think it's just finding that rhythm. And like when my married friends come over, they're just like, they want to be done with me because they're like, I'm so sick of being like, yeah, like serious. Charge, and serious. I'm so tired of watching like Paw Patrol. Like, tell me, <laughs> tell me what it's like out there. Like, yeah. and, and we have so much fun. But I think um, this literally happened the other day where one of my friends was like, I miss you. Yeah. And I was like, shoot, I don't reach out anymore. And yeah. it's not because I don't want to, but. Right. She has four children, yeah. so I just assume like she's busy, and and that's on me. But now that she's called it out, it's on I'm aware of, of it. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not your fault. It's not her fault. It's life gets in the way, as we all know, and this is so normal. I yeah. I feel like I've been saying this a lot on the podcast. Like what you are experiencing, anonymous, is so normal. Yeah, and it and. I wouldn't get mad at yourself for being in this situation. I wouldn't get mad at them for them not reaching out either. I think this is a very normal thing that all you have to do is shed light on it. Yeah. And just be like, hey, I'm still alive. Can we please at least like bring back the group chat? Yeah. Like sometimes just having the conversation in the text thread is enough to make you feel included. And then I agree with Taryn. If you want to at least be invited... Just be like, hey, I'm not dead just because I'm married and have a kid. Would love to come out. Just I might not make it out every single time, but like, yeah, still reach out, please. And I guarantee you they're going to be like, got you. Yeah. And after after you do that, if they still don't make an effort and it continues to affect you like this, then I think you do need to pursue finding people who I mean, at that point, it's not even a like you're a mom and they're not like that's just being like a crappy friend. So I would definitely find people to like reach into. I mean, there's tons of mommy groups. There's tons of like things you can get involved with that, Mm -hmm. you know, 
like one of my friends moved and she went hard on like going to all the mommy groups, going to all the like city events because she was really trying to find women that she can relate with. Mm-hmm. And even even her, like she's had a really rough time because you go into those mommy groups and everyone is judging everyone. I was just going to say. And I've all heard... they want to talk about is what's organic and what's the right snack. And, oh, you still do that. And, yeah. oh, he's still in diapers. Like, yeah. And and mom, like mom groups can Oof. be brutal. Yeah. Because it's all like whispered and stabbing in the yes. back kind of stuff. Little nonchalant conver- like mm-hmm. digs. Um, I have a friend who just recently had a baby and she was posting, she's very organic. She was posting a lot of stuff online, has her kid, continues to post as she always does, the amount of like moms that were responding, being like, oh, clearly you don't, you're new. Like you don't know what you're doing. Like here's here's what you should do instead and blah, blah, blah. She stopped Ridiculous. posting because she was yeah. like, no thanks. Yeah, and and I told business. her, I was like, that's none of your business. So definitely, I agree. If your friends don't come around, they suck. And it's time to find new friends. But- be a whole mm-hmm. secure, strong person. Know your worth and know that you're a good mother before you enter into the, the mother world. The sharks. Because yeah. I've heard that they are rough. But you'll find someone who's the same as you. And I always exactly. tell my friend, I'm like, you just need to go into these groups and and have normal conversations. Mm-hmm. So like when they're like, so what does your kid like to do for small motor skills? You can be like. I'm like, kid, what wine oh, are you I don't drinking know, but later? Like, you know what like I've been really into? Like I just <laughs> started this show. Yeah, Legos. They're like, oh. <laughs> um, I just started this show. Have you seen it? It's so good. Like mm-hmm. what kind of TV? Like. Rem- like start to talk about yourself in a genuine way and like who yeah. you are as a person and, and I think you'll find moms that are like oh cool like she's real yeah and I don't think you need to have this this big like oh I don't want to talk about my kids I want to talk about yeah. you I, it, just be funny about it just be like can we just have adult conversations for a second yeah. I'm, I need a break I need yeah. a break from the kids stuff and I get they'll relate to that no for sure it's funny like being the like I obviously I do well with um, you know, my best friend Nicole in Kentucky, she I'll go and she's always like, I love when you visit because you are a kid's person. So oh I don't God, have yeah. to feel she's like, I'll have friends come and I can see them just like, oh, my God, because like her kids are screaming or yeah. like one of them fell. Whereas I'm like, what needs to happen? OK, activities. Let's do this. Yeah. You know, but even like there's been times where like I'll go to like a shower or like a whatever. And there's like one in particular I can think of where the entire group was sharing their like breastfeeding experiences. And I was just sitting there like I have nothing to contribute. No input And after like the fifth retelling of like someone's experience, I was just like, I know I'll need this information one day, but like I'm so bored and like, is anyone gonna pass me the biscuits? Because like I was just like so hungry and I was like, why is no one eating? Why are we so you're snacking? Yeah. Yeah. But there's nothing wrong with that. Because that's not the area of life I'm in right now. But and you should like that you have no need for that information. So you shouldn't feel bad for not being interested in the conversation either. Because again, like your perfect title, two different stages of life. And like when you get there, you can call them and be like, hey, remember that one time when I was bored out of my mind and you were yeah. talking about breastfeeding? Can you like retell yeah. me that story? This child you know? is eating my, my nip off. I need help. Yeah. Help me. No, I think, yeah, I think everyone needs to be gentle with each other. Everyone needs to be very clear about like what they need. And then um, I think too, like when you're in like a single place, 
your mentality is very fast moving. It's very last minute. It's very selfish a lot of times. Because you can be. So I think like I get that you don't want to keep reaching out. But when you reach out and when you hang out, mm-hmm. if it sounds like the... The times that you do, the hangouts are very genuine and very intentional. Yeah. So I feel like part of it, yes, you should be expecting that they're giving effort too. But if that's the cost for it, like you being the one that reaches out and then you have like great times with them, um, I wouldn't shy away from being like, oh, I don't want to be the one reaching out again. Like yeah. if you want to see them, do it because you want to. And, yeah. and hopefully like it'll start to pick up and they'll be like, reciprocation but. yeah and i think it's it's good last thing i'm gonna say sorry um i think it's good to also go into this not expecting anything in return if this is something that you're needing then like do it um because like taryn said because you want to and because this is something that you're needing and if they continue to like disregard and not show up for you then I think that's a good way to kind of be like okay like maybe I'll ask around other people or do it less often Mm -hmm. um but also if it's something that you need like plan the next three at one time you know and get it in the calendar so that you're good to go and then you don't have to worry about it for a while you know there's there's different ways to look at it and try different approaches like some if your friends are like the type that are all over the place if you have a night where you're like oh like my husband's home, like, he said he could take care of the kids. Just text him and be like, hey, what are you doing? Let's go grab a drink. Yeah. Like, people who are, like, young and single and in that very, like, fast-paced vibe would probably do better with that than you being like, hey, next October if you have this date for you. So try different approaches yeah. and find what works best with, like, your friend group. Yeah. Like, me and Ash went, like, when we were younger, it was like, what are you doing? I'm coming over. Yeah. Now it's like, um, next month on the 14th, like, Dude. are you free? Yeah. But we've shifted because we've had to. Because so, that's life. Yeah. And again, that's normal. What Taryn and I are experiencing are normal and what you're experiencing with yeah. your friends is so normal. Mm-hmm. And I think we all just need to start communicating. Communicate. There it is. Yep. There it is. Thank you so much, Anonymous, Sweet. for sharing. Yeah. You are not alone. You're you going to be an this. amazing mother and you are capable of uh, being both a mother and uh, and a girly pop at the same time. Girly pop. <laughs> I just like close my laptop in so like this like final yeah. like I've way. said what I said yeah yeah <laughs> like mic drop way and I've never done that before on this podcast it felt weird but right yeah at the same that. time you have never done that uh-uh. I don't know why I did it I loved it, it felt right yeah um, okay so let's end with a dad joke you brought my book back I did because you were sad because it's a good book it's a very it's good, a good book. book it's see see how this one it's like one joke yeah. per page. Oh, I just showed you it. Did you I read, didn't read it? it? Okay, tight. That was too fast. Um, also, I've started saying tight and sick again. <laughs> sick. Sick. <laughs> tight. So tight. <laughs> I hate it. Me, me, like, just like how I was saying, I I like had to practice cussing. Same yeah. thing with that. When people started saying dope, I'd be like, in the mirror, I'd be like, that's so dope. <laughs> dope. Dope. That's, that's dope. Some, that's dope. That's so, so dope, bro. <laughs> okay. Um, what did DJ Allergies say to the nose? <laughs> what did DJ Allergies say to the nose? I'm Achoo. just going to say it. Wicked, wicked, drop it like a snot. Oh, I hate it. I added a wiki wiki. Oh, well, there's my bookmark. 
<laughs> guys if you made it to the dad joke thank you so much for bearing through another whole episode with us uh we love you guys thank you um so much for all the support again reminder october series is coming mm-hmm. this is a pivotal point uh if we want to have six episodes we need you to send in some stories. really good stories yes. so this is That's your time 12 yeah this is your time stories. to show up show up and show out also get ready for merch yeah merch is uh upon us it's either out or it's coming so go check our instagram yes follow us (laughs) on instagram for all the details and all the information we love you guys so much and we'll talk to you in the next episode which will be coming soon love you bye love you bye Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.